Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. As I mentioned earlier, we were asking on our Facebook page the question, should people be allowed to travel abroad for holidays this year? Some more of your comments. Karen says, no stay-at-home holidays are in Ireland this year. Plenty of places to go in Ireland. Amanda says, definitely not. It's a small sacrifice. Bridget says, shouldn't even have to ask the question. Spend your money in Ireland. We have such a beautiful country. But Joe says, yes, I have a holiday booked for August. And if Ryanair are flying that day, well, so am I. I'd love to know what you think. Let us know this morning. You can call us on 46 or WhatsApp 86 Certainly the publication of the Green List by the government has been met with a lot of confusion and backlash. We're going to chat to two people working in the travel industry in Limerick this morning and get their reactions. We've Tony Brazel on the line. Good morning to you, Tony. How are you? Good morning. And we also have Declan from Fly Cruise. How are you? Fly Cruise Day. Hello. Good Is Declan morning, there? Jane, De- Declan you? Hughes. I'm good. Tony, uh, your reaction to this green list? Well, it hasn't It hasn't been very helpful. In fact, the whole saga is in quite a mess. <clears throat> the reality is they're putting out a green list on one side and on the other side saying to people to stay at home and not to travel. Difficulty is that um, I think we all have to realise that what's happened with the pandemic is here to stay. We're going to have some form of problems with this this particular ailment for a long time into the future. And we just have to plan accordingly, just like influenza or any other ailment. Do you think a lot of people were waiting for the green list to be published in the hope that it would mean they might be able to have a holiday in the sun this year? Well, I don't think there's too many people going to go to San Marino or Latvia or Estonia or places like that on vacation. The reality is the key holiday destinations, both in and out of the country, uh, are not on the list, so people can't can't avail of that. And what about including places like uh, Gibraltar, you know, which you can't actually access unless you go through Spain? I thought the, I thought the choice of Gibraltar was particularly insensitive given the, the uh, difficulties they have with Spain. And the only way you can really access Gibraltar from Ireland is to fly in through Spain, through, through Malaga. Uh, it's not. It wasn't a, a smart move. Not many people would take a vacation in Gibraltar from Ireland in any event, unless there was friends and relatives connections. So it's uh, <clears throat> it's really a non-runner as such. Declan, what did you think when you saw the list of countries? It's a great list if you have your own yacht or private jet. You mean you'd be able to get down to Monaco? But how how do you get to Monaco? You have to fly into Nice, which is France. I think you have to make your way into Monaco. So, I mean, I wouldn't be a huge fan of the list, uh, to be perfectly honest. It's something, I suppose, a small step forward, but it's not a, a huge step forward, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, I mean, the message, this, and this is where people are complaining, is the mixed message from the government. The message is still, don't go. Don't go on a holiday. Only travel for essential reasons. Um and yet they publish this list. So, you know, how many Irish people in reality are going to have essential business in Monaco or San Marino or Gibraltar or or, or even Greece or Italy? Very little, I would imagine. You know, I mean, last night the official travel advice for the 15 green list countries changed uh, on the Department of Foreign Affairs website, making it clear that they do not represent a higher risk than Ireland. So the new advice changed the status to the country to normal precautions from avoiding non-essential travel, which is which is positive. 
But uh, I really think, you know, some good destinations like Malta there, of course, and you have the Greek islands, which are beautiful. But um, I, I think we, we really need to, to be very careful in how, you know, we communicate the message uh, to the people, you know, to instill confidence. Because, you know, you had the issue with the insurance policies as well. Are you covered? I really strongly recommend if anyone does decide to travel that to take out the uh, European Health Insurance Card, for example, the EHIC, that's free to, to, to get through the HSC website. So the eventuality that they need hospitalisation, as they need use citizen, they are covered. Tony, what about our texter or poster on Facebook there overnight, Joe, who says, I'm going to go, I have a holiday booked for August, and if Ryanair are flying, I'm, I'm off on my holidays. Uh, you know, there are lots of people who had holidays booked and paid for before this ever hit because those people who are organised and plan in advance, uh, and they, they're not going to get refunds if, if the flights are going and the resorts are still open. Yeah, that's, that's the real dilemma. And there's, <clears throat> there's millions upon millions lost in, in that way. Just one thing I, I would mention to you that came over the, the airwaves yesterday, there's been a lot of fraud going on as a result of this pandemic within the travel business. And the people who have booked with Love Holidays, have been a lot of them have been scammed. And I would urge everyone to realise that you should be booking with a licensed, bonded travel agent because <clears throat> otherwise you may have difficulty in your holidays. It's uh, it's a time... Just, just to go back to your other question about uh, people travelling, I think, you know, Gillian, we're an island race. We got Christianity from St. Patrick coming to visit us and we in turn sent our saints and scholars right through Europe. We went to America, we went to Britain, we went to South Africa. And all over these places, you find bits of Ireland. It's in our DNA to travel. So it's understandable why people would want want to travel. And, you know, the vagaries of the Irish weather doesn't always help with the staycation. So it's understandable. It's a risk. People will not, for the most part, have insurance, and they should be wary of that. In relation to the European Health Insurance Card, people definitely should have it. Every member of the family must have one individually. It costs nothing. You go to your local health centre and it's, it's, it's one way. But it's not a perfect cover and it's only purely for health and it's not for all the other things to do with insurance. So, you know, you may even be asked to pay a portion of the cost in that particular country for, for the health service as well. But, you know, people are still going to risk going. They're still going to take the risk. But, you know, travel agents will, te- will caution them and say, look, you're doing it at your own risk. And if things go wrong, it could be very expensive. Repatriation flights are very expensive if you have to be brought home in an air ambulance. So it's something to think twice about. Yeah, I had uh, an occasion to actually use that card back in February and was very, very useful. You know, language barrier was there. Uh, I was in Prague in the Czech Republic. I didn't have a word of Czech at all and produced the card and that was it. The paramedics got us in the ambulance straight to the hospital and fantastic treatment and the card was like magic. But the one thing I didn't realise, they actually expire, Declan, don't they? You have to renew them. They do, they do but I think it's like two or three years. They, they used to expire after every 12 months or something. Now they've extended that to three years or something. So that's very useful. And the size of a credit card, so you can just put it in your wallet or purse, take it with you when you're travelling. And is it just EU countries? Just EU countries. I think there's one or two maybe uh, you might be covered in Norway or Switzerland but you need to double check but yeah mostly EU it's a, it's a reptical thing that they, they have an understanding that you know if they come here we go there uh, we're all kind of covered under one umbrella which is great. 
Tony, it's important, Julian, just to add to that, that in many of the popular sun destinations, you have a lot of private clinics and the the European Health Insurance Card is not valid. It's only in public hospitals. Fair enough. Um, Tony, we've had a texter ask us about Italy being on the list, right? That how come Italy is on the list because they had 15 deaths and 128 new cases on Tuesday. I, I think Italy would be one of the countries that, you know, people may have had holidays booked and paid for in advance and people might actually be delighted that it made the list, that they won't have to restrict their movements when they return. Would you have had many working through your own business in Limerick travel, Tony, going to Italy? Italy wouldn't be the, the top choice. I mean, the top choice has always been Spain with over half of the number of people going there and then Portugal. Uh, Italy will probably come in three or four in popular holiday choices. But it's uh, it's amazing when we've seen all the, the mayhem in Bergamo at the beginning of this. It's amazing that they're now on the list. It's, uh, I just wonder how the figures have been constructed. Yeah, we do. I suppose there's a lot of confusion around that, Declan, isn't there? Um, we have uh, somebody else getting in touch with us to say you can't change your flights for free if you book them after June and you have to place ridiculous price, pay ridiculous prices to change them and wants to know, is that true? I mean, that is the real concern with people is how much money they're going to lose if they can't rearrange their, their holidays. The list change will change every two weeks and it, that's dependent on the infection rates in each country. If they go down, you know, that's great. You know, more countries will be added to the list. If they go up, some countries might be taken off the list. But I think, you know, sometimes the likes of Ryanair and Aer Lingus, they, they've allowed some flexibility with the newer bookings, for example. They, they will allow you change, but sometimes without fees. The change fees is deadly because it, it may, you know, you may probably be better off just rebooking a flight you know, separately again, rather than change, pay huge change fee for the privilege. Tony, some people, you know, may not want to travel. They they have their, perhaps they have their holiday booked and uh, they don't particularly want to travel because of the risks surrounding COVID-19 and the advice from the government is don't travel unless it's essential. But one of the fears I've heard people talk about is that in 2021, everything is going to be so expensive, nobody will be able to afford to go anywhere. So if you've something booked this year, you'd be better off, you know, actually going and taking uh, taking that break rather than waiting for expensive ones in 2021. What do you think yourself? Do you see prices soaring next year once, if, if and when restrictions are lifted? Well, certainly the expectation is that if things come back to near normal, there will be a huge interest in people travelling and uh, it'll be market forces. I, I can't really answer that question. I would hope that people would be sensible and price accordingly. But, you know, the, the one the one thing is that people who have been damaged this year, many of them will not be in business next year and others may decide to cash in on the, the, the new interest. But if, if things go to, to plan, there will be a very it will be a very busy next year for those who manage to survive. Okay, well, I suppose it's uh, an issue that people are going to keep their eyes on. As you were saying there, the list is going to change from time to time. Um, Affects a lot of people who already have things booked and are looking for refunds. And the controversy is continuing. We're getting lots of calls and texts in. One texter says, Ireland, the prices here are through the roof and the weather is miserable. Why wouldn't you want to go abroad? Well... The answer to that is maybe that there's a pandemic um, in well, the world. Can I just say, Julie, my, my family and I went up to Clifton there uh, 
last week when the sun was shining, we went to took the Sky Road past Connemara. It was absolutely fantastic. And we went to a lovely restaurant and there was no rip-off prices. So, you know, there's good deals in Ireland as well. And it's good to support our own too, you know. Okay. Lovely. Thanks very much for joining us on the programme this morning. Gillian, could I just add one final point? There was a, a, a medic on this morning from Cambridge talking about this problem and he said that no travel should be allowed until all the pandemic had been put to bed and there were no further deaths. The reality is there will be further deaths. You know, we have on an annual basis, on a, on a daily basis indeed, up to 20 people die from cancer and probably on a similar basis, the same number would die from influenza. The reality is we have to recognise that this this disease, this virus is with us, it's going to be with us, and we will depend on the public health people to control it when it arises. But to say that you cannot travel until all of this is put to bed would mean that the world would stand still, and that's not going to happen. Okay, thanks for joining us on Limerick Today this morning. That's Tony Brazel at Limerick Travel and Declan Hughes of Fly Cruise Day. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.